everybody y'all listening to the voice oh, come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show man steady trying to be about the business too y'all i i'm 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 doing all i can but you know what's crazy in the efforts that i make i can do more you know my father used to tell me something when i was growing up he said son when you've done your best and you've done all you can, sit still for a second and just do a little bit more. Always remember that. He said, when you've done the best you can and you can done all you can think of, he said, sit still for a minute and do some more. And you know what I've discovered in my life? I always have a little more. I ain't ever just out, out, out completely. I can't take another step. There ain't another breath in me. There ain't, there ain't another thought I can produce. I'm never completely out, man. Just take a rest for a minute, man. And then j- just do a little bit more. And that, that I can't tell you how many times that's helped me get over the top. You know, I was watching a, a documentary about people climbing uh, Mount Everest and how difficult climbing Mount Everest was and how uh, they have on the hill something called like a death zone or killing zone where the majority of people run out of oxygen and they have to turn back. Well, what's crazy is it's it's right in view of the summit. You can actually see the top of Mount Everest from there. But it's but it's that little bit that's left that's just most difficult. Now, I, I, I forgot all the reasons why they said most people don't make it from there and more people have lost their lives in that area. I, I don't know what it is. 
But the people that make it to the top of Mount Everest, they all had to go through that same zone or that same area. But they had a little bit more that allowed them to get to the top. You know, a lot of people have had accidents up there trying that, so I'm not even really sure if Mount Everest analogy is a good one. But let's just break it down a little bit more. Let's just talk about life. There's a poem I learned uh, back when I was pledging. It's called Don't Quit. It goes like this. If I make a mistake, I'm, I'm just trying to drum it up. So here we go. It says, when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when your funds are low and your debts are high, when you want to smile, but you have to sigh, when cares are pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't quit. For life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us must sometimes learn. And many a fellow has turned about when he might have won had he stuck it out. So don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and a faltering man. And often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learns too late when the night came down how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out. It's your silver tint of your clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worst that you mustn't quit. I remember it because I had a special method of helping you remember stuff back then, but I remembered it. And that poem right there has kept me. You know, I've, we often talk about scripture and, and everything, and, and I, don't, I don't see how I could live without it. But every now and then, man, somebody has a writing. God puts a writing on somebody's heart that delivers a message, man, that can help people. I use every motivational tool that I possibly can to climb this ladder of success or try to be the best father and the best husband I can be. I've done a lot of changing over the years, and so have you. But change is necessary in order to grow. If you don't make changes, folks, you can't grow. I was a young man on my set. I kept looking at him, man, a sharp little young dude just on my set. And he had these dreads. And, I mean, they were, I, they were super long, man. They were well below the middle of his back. I mean, they were just long. And he kept talking to me and he kept talking to me and talking to me. So a young man kept talking to me, and I said, hey, man, you know, you do your a huge self a favor in the business you're in if you got a haircut. You would do yourself a huge favor. I said, your image is everything, man. I said, you keep stopping me in the hallway to try to tell me what you're doing, what you are. But all I see is your hair. And I keep trying to figure out what you're doing with all that hair, man. Now, you can feel how you want to feel, but I'm like an employer. I employ people. So when I'm walking through the hallway and I try to think of you traveling with me and you sitting in a meeting with me, I try to imagine you in your suit sitting there talking business with me. And so just like other employers are, I'm just having a real story with you. So I said, man, you ought to consider cutting your hair. He said, man, Mr. Harvey, I've been growing his hair since I was a little boy. I said, how old are you now? He said, 28. 
I said, well, how long you want to hang on to what you was when you was a little boy? You know, if you started growing your hair when you were a teenager, I mean, you're 28 now. What we, and I said, so let me help you understand something. Let me, let me ask you something. What does it do for you? He said, man, it's just who I am. It's, 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 it's. I said, so you your hair? He said, no, no, but it's a part of me. I say, that part of you that you're hanging on to, what does it do for you? I just like it. Well, dog, I like ice cream, but I feed that. But if I hang on to ice cream and eat ice cream every single day, my body gonna reflect that. What is it that you hanging on to, that you don't want to let go of, that's prohibiting you from being what all you can be? See, it's hard to be what all you can be if you want to keep being all you was. Don't that make sense to you? So I I can't tell you how many times I've had to change. Change is necessary to grow. You can't be all you can be if you want to keep hanging on to all you was. That don't make no sense. How do you go forward if you keep going backwards? You can't stay here and go there. Do you understand that? If you want to go over there, you must remove yourself from right here. Oh, I got right here is comfortable. I got right here is safe. But over there is where the shade is. Over there is where the fruit is. Over there is where the opportunity is. Over there is where the mountain of gold is. So why you stuck on here? You got to leave here to go over there. You can't be all you can be if you want to stay stuck on who you was. Change is growth is necessary, y'all. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an announcement to make this morning. Due to pre-show discussions, a comment was made, and I thought that I would bring it up this morning. First of all, good morning to everybody. Carla, Shirley, Tommy, Mississippi, Monica uh, Jr. is out, and uh, Jay is out. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, good morning. (laughs) Let me bring up this subject that I heard being discussed before the show started this morning. Okay. Donald Trump not leaving the White House Uh is causing our country to experience a bad divorce. I'm telling you, <laughs> what it that's is. a bad relationship. This, baby. Messy. as I heard the crew talking, <laughs> this is like a bad divorce. Yeah. Now, I'm an expert at this. <laughs> okay. I've had okay. more than anybody on this show. Yeah, yeah. So Three let more. me assure you that this is a bad divorce. Is it? Yeah. All right. So we were right. We have a man Mm -hmm. that we don't want no more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. And he won't leave. Free yourself. Right. He won't leave. (laughs) Steady coming down to your job. (laughs) He talking to the kids. (laughs) He at work. Oh, yeah. We don't he, want you. <laughs> he got a key to the house. Oh, Lord. I thought I changed the uh, locks. Man, we thinking restraining order and yeah. everything. Go to court. America is experiencing 
a bad divorce. America has divorced Donald Trump. Now, a lot of the kids didn't want the divorce. Right. There you go. Good point. It's very true. And they've been arguing with Mama Neil. Yes. Why he got to go? Why he got to go? Because y'all don't know what he was doing to Mama when he was here. <laughs> I want my daddy. Right. See, no, no, no. Because mama kept things from you. Mm. Oh, and that's what's happening. Secrets. But some of the kids know the truth because some of the kids was getting the abused by the abusive man in the relationship. Mm, you going it's deep a, now. It's, yeah. This is a mixed marriage. See, you know that, right? So, you know. <laughs> It it happened. A lot yeah. of the white kids was getting messed over too. That's true. He was just a bad father because he he had favorites. Mm, he he wasn't fathering for the, all the kids equally. He had Come favorites. On, boy. He, he liked the kids that liked him the most, uh-huh. and the rest of them he didn't like. Mm-hmm. And so he treated them badly whenever we could. And then he tried to mask it with there's fine people on both sides. Uh-huh. Well, we not people. We we were supposed to be family. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. I got a quick question. Uh-huh. Yes, um, ma'am. I'll ask you. Right after this, we'll be going back with more of the bad divorce and <laughs> CLO coming up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time to go rogue, which is powered by the super stylish 2021 Nissan Rogue. rogue. Steve, please quickly tell us about when going rogue turned out to be just right for you. (laughs) I mean, look, I can point to so many incidents, but I think probably the greatest, one of the greatest moments for me was a teacher of mine, not just one, but this one in particular, but I've, <laughs> hey, I've heard this repeated in my life several times. You ain't going to ever be nothing. Mm. And I just think oftentimes yeah. about how many times I heard that you ain't going to ever be nothing. Mm-hmm. Look at you. I, I kept, people kept telling me what I wasn't. Mm-hmm. What nobody trying to figure out what I was. But they were so fast to tell me what I wasn't. You ain't that smart. You ain't that good looking. You ain't that, you talk too slow. You country. You ain't this. You ain't got the right attitude. You got right, whoa, 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 whoa. Does does anybody have any idea what I am, though? Mm. Why are you telling me what I'm not? So when this teacher kept repeating, you ain't going to ever be nothing, I did say back to him one time, this man, uh-uh. he said, you ain't going to ever uh-uh. be nothing. I said, I know I'm going to be something. Mm. Okay, that was good. That was and good. so then I made uh-huh. the decision through several moments in my life to always constantly be about the business of trying to be something. It may not be what you think I'm going to be, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I may not turn out to be what you expect me to be, but I'm going to stay faithful. I'm going to keep working hard. I'm going rogue on you, partner. I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to make a hard left. I went, well, here I am. Rogue. Hey, here you are. Here you are, baby. Just live rogue. I'm roguing. 
<laughs> All right, let's Went keep it going. Went rogue, gone rogue, is rogue. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go rogue now, Steve, with your favorite segment. It's called Ask the CLO. It's being sponsored today by Hello. the... The all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. That's right. Tommy, it is the CLO, the CLO. And this one is from Henry in Wilmington, North Carolina. Are you ready, CLO? Yes. Ain't got no more Henry's, boy. Henry, I know. Henry says, my wife and I are 43 years old, and she has a crush on a lot of celebrities. I don't mind her jokingly saying she thinks Michael B. Jordan is the finest man alive. But (laughs) I do have a problem when she compares me to these famous men. I always try to eat right and go to the gym weekly, but I will never look like him. Recently, we were watching TV, and she said she wished that my chest looked like Nelly's. They must have been watching Dancing with the Stars. Anyway, I fired back at her. Listen to what he said to her, though. I fired back at her, and I said I wished her body looked like J-Lo's. Uh-oh. Jenny up the block. Uh -uh. (laughs) <laughs> she's, she's been mad at me since then, and she said I was foul for saying that. But it's all right for her to do it? Mm. Take it. No, right. it's not all right for her to do it. But see, that's the main thing. See, uh, what I've had to learn is, man, you got to be careful what you say to your mate, to your partner, because you can't take it back. Right. And you have got to learn how to fight fair. See, now you've been you've been doing your little digs at the man. You wish you had Nelly's chest, you know, wish you had Tyler money, you know, wish you had Denzel's swag, wish wish you look like Idris. Well, who you want me to look like? Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody ain't nobody, said, nobody said they want to look like Morgan no. Freeman. No. Anyway. Facts. Now see, anyway. now you need to make up your mind. Do you want me to be some see so she she got it coming. So he got tired of it. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, hell, I wish you had body like J-Lo. Mm, shut it down. <laughs> now point. she mad. Well, yes. see, here's what she has to understand. Ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. <laughs> see, mm-hmm. it's all good when you rabbit hunting. <laughs> Get out there in the woods and the rabbit got the gun. <laughs> Oh, oh, this ain't no fun. No. Yeah, I think well, she's get down. And so that's it. You know, y'all need to y'all need to make a pact together and say, hey, we're gonna stop doing this to one another. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you ain't all that and I ain't all that, but do we who we are? I'll give you an example. Uh Marjorie had a hairdresser one time. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. And her husband was this big guy, real, real big dude, man. Mm-hmm. Right, like really overweight. And uh, she came over I to mean, the house and she had cut her hair. Right? He had to be about 290, 300. Oh, easy. Okay. It wasn't okay. solid or nothing. Uh-huh. You know. And uh, But she cut her hair real short, like Shirley's hair. Mm-hmm. And the dude saw it when she came. He said, hey, baby, you like my hair? He said, hell no. I like long hair. She said, well, I like muscles, but we got each other, though. <laughs> Dang. Shut it down, baby. She oh, said, call it a comeback. He said, I like long hair. She said, well, I like muscles, but we got each other, though. And here we are. <laughs> together. Uh-huh. You're going to love right. me either way it goes. Moving on. Uh, DiCarlo in Hampton, Virginia says, I'm 27, and I have a four-year-old son. I'm trying to fix the relationship with his mom and be a better father. 
I kept him last weekend and took him to the park. I was about to play a quick game of basketball, so I asked one of my side chicks to watch him. He was drawing pictures and having a good time. I took him home after the game. Shortly after he got home, I got a call from his mom. She said my son had a little black heart drawn on his hand with a Sharpie, and the name Shauna was written by it. She knows who Shauna is, and she said she doesn't want my son around me or Shauna anymore. How can I fix this? (laughs) Hey, dog, are you for real? (laughs) The baby. Dog. The baby? Dog, you ain't see this on this boy's hand before you took him home. You know, good in hell, well, you should have got that off that damn boy's hand. And she gonna write her name on the boy's head. But you playing basketball. Uh See, you trying to get close to your son. You can't take your son to the park and then you play basketball. You're supposed to spend that time with your son. Now, you done let one of your side chicks. That's your damn problem right now. Shauna, side chick, then got Mm -hmm. your ass in trouble. She knew what she was doing when she marked that baby and sent him home anyway. Put no damn black magic mark on no damn baby with a heart on her name. But how you write Shauna on a four-year-old hand? You know how, you know how much. S-H-A-W-N-A. Dog, on a four-year-old's hand and it's legible. Yeah. Yeah. She worked it out. She did. Hey, dog, listen to me. You need to get rid of Shauna. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. She's wrong for that. And apologize to your wife and say, hey, I promise you that'll never happen again. That was a mistake. But, bro, you should have spent your time with your son. You trying to have Shauna over there. You can't have your side chick when you with your son. That's his fault. That's right. All right, coming up next, the nephews run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in national news, uh, Trump is still in denial about the election results, and he is acting like a dictator. In entertainment news, Carl is going to tell us about the big iHeart HBCU homecoming celebration today. Plus, Nick Cannon and MTV are closer to bringing back... What? <laughs> Plus, what, Tommy? <laughs> What you Tommy, said? Tommy, Tommy, Tommy's Nick, nervous. Just, Nick it's, it's, Cannon. That, that, that Nick got me. I was like, ooh. No, oh, okay. <laughs> Nick Cannon uh, and MTV are closer <laughs> to bringing back Wild and Out, okay? We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Child support help. Child support <laughs> help. We've all been there. Need a little help with child support. Got Little something, something going on. Need to, you know, just need to rearrange this thing a little bit. Child support help, y'all. Come on, help me out. Help your boy out. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, my sweet. To Darius? This is me? Who is this? Hey, Darius, my, my name is Lewis, man. Lewis, I work at Tech up there with you. Uh, we met when you first, your first week at the job we met, man. My name is Lewis. I work on the third floor. Uh, you, you'll know me when you see me. You say, say Lewis? Uh, yeah, Lewis. No, I don't remember no Lewis, man. You know, I, I I met a lot of people on that, you know, that first day, the first week. You know, I'm just really getting acclimatized to the to the whole situation, bro. I don't. I, I, I kind of remember. It's all good. It's all good. Don't even worry about it, man. Let me answer this here, though. Uh, how long have you been with us now, man? Uh, man, about a strong month, man. I'm really enjoying it, man. Just really getting the swing and getting the hang of everything. So, man, I'm just really enjoying it. It's a great company, man. I'm just happy to be a part of something bigger than myself. You know what I mean? 
I, so, I yeah, you, man. Hey, well, you know what, man? We got to get you out, man, because, you know, all the brothers, man, we get together and hang out on certain nights. You know, we like okay. you know, once a month, we might we might get out on the Thursday. Man. So you got you to gotta come hang out with us, man. We got to get you out. Yeah, man, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm running, hey, man. I'm just trying to make new friends, you know, however I can uh, do it. For, for sure, man. I, I, I call you, though. I call you, though, Dennis, because I'm, I'm in a little bit of a jam, though, man, and I, I, I was trying to get somebody to help me out, man, and by you being a, a, you know, just came into the company, man, you know, it might be something you can actually help me out with, man. I just, you know, I, I hate to come in and lean on the friendship before we even get started and hang out yet, but I, I just I just need a little bit of help, man. I'm just hoping maybe you'd be open to maybe helping me out or something. I'm always willing to help a brother out, bro. It just, just depends on what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? But okay, check this out, man. I ain't really want to tell nobody at the job. You know, uh, I, don't, I ain't really trying to let nobody know my business or whatever. But but here's the deal, man. Dude, I done got myself in, in a serious jam, man. I got I got a baby on the way, man. And huh? and uh, I got that's I got a crazy, baby on the man. Okay, man. That's a great thing. No, 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 no. Listen, man. Listen. Just hear me out, though, Derek. I got, I got a baby on the way, but this ain't, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't my, this ain't from my wife, man. You see what I'm saying? Oh, oh, yeah. So I'm in a now, and the baby do like in the next, you know, six weeks, the baby probably gonna be here. But but check us out. But check us out. Here's what I was trying to get. See if you could do for me, man. Is it okay. any way? Because I know you just now. You probably you probably you probably ain't even got your second check yet. You know what I'm saying? No, so no, man. Wait a minute. So it, wait a But but is there any way, man, that you might maybe like claim this baby for me on your on on your uh uh, uh you know where they take the child support out of your out of your check? If they take the child support out of your check, wait, wait, but I hook wait, wait. But, but no, listen, listen to me though. They take the child support out of your check, but I'm gonna give it back to you. I'm gonna give it back to you. I just don't want my wife to find out. You see what I'm saying? Man, what? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, man. You mean? It's, I mean, you asking me about money out my out my check? I no, but I'm gonna give it back to you every two weeks when you get your check. I'm gonna, oh, be, I'm gonna man. give. Man, no. you, man, you gotta be out your damn mind, man. I don't even motherfucking know you, man. What the, man? Man, I got all, man, I got a wife and kids of my own. You got your man? Take no, 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 listen, listen, man. Work on it. But Darren, listen man, you to me, man. Damn fool, man. Human real? Who you got a human resource to take some money out my motherfucking check? I was somebody who take some money out my motherfucking No, I got a friend in human resources. Damn mind, man. Money out my check for some shit you did? Man, I got my own kids to take care of. There's money coming out my own damn check. For my own kids. You're talking what's wrong with you, man. Dude, how, how you get my damn number anyway, man? Oh, no, no, I got your number from one of the, one of the guys at the job, man. We're one of the, one of the one guys, man. I don't know. None of, man, what guys, man? Are you on the phone talking this shit, man? Talking about we got to hang out, man. We got to hang out. Man, I ain't never support so You can hit me with this bullshit you're talking about now, man. Hey, I bet you this. I bet you right now a red mother. Better come out of my damn check, man. Are we gonna have surprise? Who, uh, what's, uh, what's your name again? Who are you? My name, my name, Lewis. Lewis who? Lewis who? My name, Lewis. Lewis. I don't know no Lewis. Man, you know Lewis is where I work at, man. Who no, man? we we met we met the first couple of days you got there, man. Hey, like man, I'm Lewis, man. Who is okay, this? So no, 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 around, around, talking about taking what? money out my check, man. 
And, no, all I'm saying, dog, I'm going to give you the money back. No, all I'm just saying is... All I'm saying is, dog, a better not touch my money. I'm telling you that right now. Or we going to okay, have some okay. problems. Hey, Louis, Louis, how, how you spell it? Louis, man, L-O-U-I-S, dog. I'm a, hey, hey, let me tell you something. I bet not see no Louis in the morning. I, I bet you that. I bet you I bet not see no Louis in the morning. And who ain't okay, that? I got a human resource plan. I'm going to play with my money. Y'all crazy, man. Trying to have my wife kill me. No, I'm just trying to get you to look out for me, man. I don't want my wife to find this stuff out, dog. That's all I'm trying man, to get you to look out for. Who the look out for me, man? Who going to look out for me and my kids, man? Take your money out of my check. No, no. Just, just, just. Can you at least maybe take 24 hours just think about it? Man, it ain't nothing to think about, man, when it comes to my money, man. Shut your damn mouth. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. I, I tell you what, Louis, you, you going to be there tomorrow morning? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not tomorrow, but I mean, what? Okay. Morning? You about to have these white folks see me perform. You're going to have them see some shit. I guarantee you these white folks, I'm going to be on the damn news. I'm going playing with my damn money. So, hey, you going to have me show my And I ain't been on the job that long, but I tell you what. I tell you what. I'm going to lose that motherfucker somebody playing with my money. I guarantee you that. I guarantee you, I'll... But, 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 hey, let me ask you this, man. Do you think Dwayne would have done this for me? Do you think the, your, your cousin Dwayne, do you think he would have, you Wait. think he would have cut for me? What, my cousin? What, 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 what the f*** my cousin got to do with this, dog? What? Man, let me tell you what your cousin, let me tell you what Dwayne got to do with this. Dwayne what? is the one that put me up to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your cousin Dwayne. Man, <laughs> uh, what? Wait, who did you say this? Wait, who is this? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your cousin Dwayne got me to prank phone call you, brother. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, man, hey man, too <laughs> damn early, man. If you call my money, get saved, man. <laughs> You know, I ain't, I ain't got my second check yet, but you ain't trying to get money out of the thing. Yeah, Tommy. Tommy, boy, you keep playing around. Somebody going to whoop your man. You know you too old for this, man. Before we go, tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> keep it stupid, baby. That's what the nephew do. Stupid all weekend long. Friday night, two shows sold out. Saturday night, two shows sold out in that ATL. Live Uptown Comedy Corner. One show on Sunday. Still got tickets. Let's go. Entertainment National News coming up next right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go. And today's entertainment news. Carla, what you got? All right, Shirley, let's start mm-hmm. things off. Our HBCU homecoming celebration is on and popping right now on the iHeartRadio YouTube channel. You can go and check out the Pepsi HBCU marching band experience. This is so cool. These universities have got together. Hampton University, North Carolina A&T, Prairie View A&M University, PV, you know, <laughs> North Carolina A&T and Florida A&M. These universities have got together. It's going to be so cool to check them mm-hmm. out. Then 
iHeartRadio's Beautiful Possibilities. This is presented by Ulta with a live performance by R&B singer Her. We love her Ooh, for yes. sure. Yes. And speaking of her, she racked up about eight Soul Train Award nominations yesterday. Wow. Killing it. She's wow. killing it. Congratulations. Yeah. Yes. And then finally, also get ready this evening for the iHeartRadio's HBCU Homecoming Party on the Yard. That's presented by McDonald's Black and Positively Golden. It was a, it's a special performance, right, Tommy? From Khalid. I'm that band music right now. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and uh, I'll have a special uh, appearance during that. So go to my Instagram page. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Lips by Carla. Click the link in my bio and check it out. I Heart HBCU Homecoming Celebration all day today. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> That's great news. All right. Thank you, Carla. In yeah. other entertainment news, Wildin' Out. Who knew Wildin' Out may be returning to MTV? As we told you, Viacom cut ties with Nick Cannon earlier this year following an anti-Semitic uh, comment that uh, he made on his podcast. Now Nick is reportedly in talks with the network, and there's a good chance that Wildin' Out will be revived. A lot of people are happy about that. Chris mm. McCarthy, president of Viacom, CBS's entertainment and youth group, said, we continue to follow Nick's journey, and I'm impressed by how he He's owned his mistakes. Chris went on to say about Nick, he's leading by example. He apologized, and now he's trying to learn and understand and help others to do the same. And that's the kind of partner uh, we work with everybody, and that we want to work with. Everybody deserves the right to get it right, to ask for forgiveness. Everybody should receive forgiveness from God. Now, people are not going to do that. Right. Is some people going to hate Nick from now on? I'm not one of them people. Cool. I cool. think that everybody should have the right to redeem themselves. You're going to make mistakes, especially when you're famous. And when you're not famous, you're going to make mistakes. Either way, but these mistakes that get played out into the uh, social media and the public eye, uh, a person should be allowed to, to rectify itself. Uh, the guy, uh, well, he passed away, but he had the radio show. Enos Imus, when he made the comment about the Rutgers basketball team, okay, it was vile what he said, but if you can humble yourself and apologize and get it right, everybody deserves an opportunity Second chance. to be forgiven and get it right, man. I don't think because you make a blunder, it should cost you your life's work and your whole career. If you taped what everybody said, wouldn't nobody be at work? The yeah. cancel culture. True. The yeah, cancel yeah. culture, yeah. that's what it yeah. is. We wouldn't yeah. be here at all. Yeah. Crushing <laughs> empires around here. Yeah. Jesus. And in today's national news, yesterday, uh, the president, President Trump, made his first appearance in almost a week as he and First Lady Melania uh, attended a Veterans Day ceremony at Arlington National Cemetery. As we all know, uh, Trump is in denial about the results of the election. White House aides told NBC News that Trump may accept the outcome of the election without conceding. Okay. We Whatever. don't care if he Whatever. Just leave. Or not. Yeah, just really, leave. I don't care what he do. <laughs> and, and you know what, guys? We can't expect anything else. He's shown yeah. us who he is for four yeah. years. Yeah. This Believe dude it. is classless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's mean spirited. Mm -hmm. He's self centered. Immature. He's egotistic. <laughs> He's narcissistic. Yeah. 
And he's, his name is Donald Trump. And he was that way before he was president. He was a butthole on uh, the TV show. Uh, apprentice. Apprentice, yeah. What, what, what you thought you was finna get? <laughs> you fired. You fired all fired. them people on your show. You think you can't get fired? Your ass That's is right. fired. That's right. right. And they had they had to do what, Tommy? Leave the premises. Yes. <laughs> he gonna leave too. But I hope he don't want to. And I hope I hope he I hope he you barricade in himself screaming? in. Kick and I want him barricade himself. Uh-huh. In. So they I can want drag him to have it. Uh, yeah. fat ass Pompeii in there with him. <laughs> now I tell you who ain't gonna stand in there with him. Uh, Mike Pence. Uh-uh, he's out. Y'all ain't heard nothing from Mike Pence, have you? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He ain't nothing. said a Keeping word. low, low. Uh, he ain't I said, no, we going to win this election because you know what Pence doing? He mm-hmm. being real quiet because what Pence going to do is. Come back. He gonna, he Pence going to run in four mm-hmm. years. Yeah, he oh, will. Oh, for sure. I told y'all about that meme I saw of the fly what? on Pence's head said, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> That Shout out to the man. fly. That fly made another appearance. Hey, man, y'all watch what I said, because all these rumors about Trump going to run again in four years, uh-huh. Trump ain't going to be able to run in four years. Uh, yeah, he said, you, say, you say you can't he gonna get be over busy. this. Y'all, Trump <laughs> got some Trump finna be in a legal wall. Oh, oh yeah. wall, Jack. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Geraldo Rivera uh, tweeted to President Trump, time has come soon to say goodbye with grace and dignity. Uh, Meanwhile, President-elect Joe Biden picked former Obama advisor Ron Klain to be his chief of staff. Also, President-elect Biden's transition team has been talking to civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump on criminal justice reform and policing. So there you have it. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, we're moving on. Coming up at 20 minutes after, we'll take phone calls, 877-29-STEVE. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time to go rogue. Carla, you're having a lot of fun going rogue. Uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> Bring it back a lot of memories. All right, so I'm going to uh-huh. take you back to college days. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, wa- I was partying, Tommy, kicking it on campus with a certain group of students. Mm-hmm. We would party and You lived in Banks? Where you lived at, Carla? Banks. Banks. Banks Hall. Banks Hall. Okay. Uh-huh. PB. So I would party, party, party. And I saw my advisor, Steve, one time he was walking across the campus. He said, oh, so you just going to party, huh? You, you didn't mm-hmm. come here to get your degree? I said, ooh, ooh. <laughs> he said, so you're going to keep out. on. Yeah, you're going to keep on partying. So I said, oh, he said, would you like me to call your mother? I said, say what now? <laughs> you going to call my mama? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I told my partying crew, look, uh, this ain't going to work. I got my rogue attitude. Mm-hmm. Broke away from the group, broke up with the group. Yeah, left the group. <laughs> decided to study and get my degree. So that's when going rogue went right for me. Got my yeah, degree. Go. Buckle down. There it is. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what yeah. I like yeah. about yeah. them HBCU uh, uh, yeah. teachers. They care about you, man. They mm-hmm. do. Yes, they, and mm-hmm. they know who you are. You aren't just they a number by name. Yeah, they know you by name. Thank you, Carla. But let me tell you this, Shirley, the all-new mm-hmm. 2021 Nissan Rogue is built for adventure with five different drive modes that could take you anywhere. Let's go, Rogue! We're there going go. Rogue to the phones. Thank you, Carla. Yes. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> Steve, you ready? Let's go. Stay ready. All right, here we go. Let's go. Just for the namesake, because you're going to love it, line five, Lazarus. Uh, <laughs> rise up. 
Out of Memphis. Let me tell you something. I've always wanted to talk to you. <laughs> you don't understand. You one of my favorite scriptures, pimp. Yes. <laughs> Lazarus, what's I'm up your mind, man? <laughs> yeah, I ain't never met nobody else. Well, the other one, well, you know, it happened. He died twice. What's going on, Lazarus? <laughs> It's doing all right, man. I'm just glad to talk to you guys. I've been calling up for, for a whole week now trying to talk to you guys. Good, good. What's on your mind? Okay, uh, but y'all want to keep it short, but yeah, um, I, I want to appreciate everything you guys do, and um, I, I, I listen to, I, I like to listen to the morning inspiration and also the closing remarks at the very end. Steve, you are a bigger inspiration of my life. I look up to you. I've, I've listened to you. I look. I watched the TV show The High Tower all those days or whatever, and. And also, I just want to say, um, um, um that on, I, I'm like Steve Harvey. That I, I hope they drag Donald Trump out of there. Hope they drag him out of the White House. And that's, yeah. all I, that's all I got to say, man. I, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Lazarus. <laughs> Lazarus. You got choked up a little bit. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Lazarus. Come on, Go That's love. Shit. Well, we ain't got no more time now. Uh-uh. <laughs> the drag out is real, though. And yes, let's tell you yes. You made my day. I talked to Lazarus. Lazarus. <laughs> now, that's a all I got to do now, mm-hmm. I've talked to Lazarus. Yeah, who else? All I need to do is talk talk to Moses <laughs> and Nicodemus. Oh, yeah. And I'm just going to, I can call it a life, boy. <laughs> well, Moses and Nicodemus, call us 877-29-STEVE. More of your phone calls right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Let's go back to the phones. If you want to call us, 877-29-STEVE. Let's go to line six and talk to Kevin out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Oh. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great, great. What's on your mind, Kevin? Uh, I listen to you guys every morning. You make my day. I'm from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. We didn't catch that blue wave like we should have. We did obtain uh, Governor Cooper, but we lost with Phyllis. But what I wanted to call you about was – Time to urge those who are not residents of Georgia how we could contribute to their campaign to help Georgia's two Senate uh, nominees uh-huh. reach that Senate. And I'm going to I want to pledge and challenge your listeners. Uh, I'm going to pledge twenty dollars a piece tomorrow for each each candidate, and I challenge your listeners and those on your social media page to do the same. Well, wow. Okay. I like good. it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, the way to kick it off, yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Let's get I'll match it. that challenge. You know, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It does. That's that's a great that's a mm-hmm. great point to make because it takes money to win these things, but mm-hmm. but we're gonna get it done. Go ahead, Shirley. All right, let's go to line two and talk to Venice out of New York. Hey Venice. Hey Steve, how are you? Yes, ma'am. What's on your mind? I just wanted to call to say I love the show. I listen every single day. Tommy is a nut. His pranks are off the chain. Yay, Biden Harris. And just shout out to my husband, Pegel, my son, Pegel Jr. and Bondell. Okay. That's it. Okay, Venice. Thank you. We're doing <laughs> shout outs. Here we go. Yeah. Let's go to yeah. line one. Line one, talk to D and Gary, Indiana. <laughs> hey, D. 
D. All right, let's go to I'm line going five. Back talk to, to Indiana. <laughs> talk to David Indiana. out of Atlantic City, New Jersey. David. David, Atlantic City, gambling, mm-hmm. baby. David. You're losing everybody. Uh huh. All right, line David. three. Line three, Davey out of Lagrange, North Carolina. Not finna play this game, Davey. 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 Davi. <laughs> Davey Chandler. I'm there a friend North Carolina. How you doing this morning? All right, David. What's going on with you, uh-huh. man? Um, I called in because I, I watch your TV show all the time, and there's one song that I never heard you sing on the radio. When the phone hits the fan. Boy, that that's the best my song on the, uh, on the mm. show right there. Mm, okay. What, 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 uh, you've never heard me sing that on the show before. What 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 show you mean? The radio, radio show? show. Yeah, radio. this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you've yeah. obviously missed several days. Of... <laughs> oh man! Yeah, he you said, missed oh, it, man. Damn, dog. Show hated the disappointment. Come on, come on, it's it's so yeah, come on, Mr. Hyde. No, we don't do this. Ain't uh, this ain't the Casey Kason's request line. <laughs> It is. Say top Give 40 the people hits. what the people want. Anybody going to sit up and all of a sudden just break out with no. When the funk <laughs> hits the fan and the people start to jam. Come on, get with me. Yeah. yeah. Get with me. Hey. When the funk hits Woo. the fan uh-huh. and the people start to jam. Well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, let's go yeah, to line one. I wouldn't one. do that. I don't just break out saying it, though. <laughs> yes, you fire. do. Line one, Aurelius in Detroit. Aurelius. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, Never mind. I think we lost him. I think we lost him. Okay, I think we yeah. lost him. <laughs> well, we good. You know, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Everybody more... checking in this morning. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. You know, they said, don't nobody else call in here no more with these jack-in-the-box requests. <laughs> with What? These Jack in the Box requests where you tinker, 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 then the Jack in the Box jump out. <laughs> but you sounded good though. You could hit it again, really. You could. Man, Come on. You when the funk hits man. the fan. I love that. You know. uh, Come on, Steve. No, I ain't finna do all that. Y'all, oh. <laughs> y'all putting him on the spot. Any man. other time he sing live. Somebody on it, this show better hope they don't get on the spot. Hope their uncle don't show up. That's what somebody needs to do. Oh, oh, oh. He's oh. deeply concerned about that. Oh, oh. he might come through. I ain't said that. I ain't said that. <laughs> come on, clean us. You're going to be in Atlanta this weekend, right, Tommy? Yeah, this weekend. Uptown Comedy Corner, baby. All Take right, coming up. up <laughs> coming up. Sunday. Prank phone call with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Mary Jane. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, your best friend is my girlfriend. We'll get into that a little later, but right now the nephew is here to go rogue. What you got, Neff? Go rogue. We're about to go rogue with that 2021 Nissan Rogue shirt. And here go my go rogue. When going rogue goes right. Okay, here we go, y'all. Get a phone call to come out for one week. To mm-hmm. open up for the legendary Luther Vandross. I get to do one week opening for the man himself, the greatest crooner of all times. Open uh-huh. up for Luther mm-hmm. for a week. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm crying. I done done a week. I'm happy. The road manager come to me and said, hey, kid, the boss wants to keep you. 
I say, well, I say, what about that other comedian? Do you care about him? I said, no, I don't even know him like that. So no. <laughs> and for the next three years, baby, the nephew was opening up for the legendary Luther Vandross. That's what I call when going rogue goes right. 2021 yeah. Nissan Rogue. I got the prank phone call for you. Can you bring me some paper? Can you bring me some paper? That sounds pretty simple right there, don't it? Yeah, paper. Yeah. Yeah. Take a listen. To write on. To something to write with. Hello? Hello? Uh, I'm trying to... Charles? I'm, I'm looking for a Charles. Yeah, this Charlie. I'm, I'm sorry, this who now? This Charlie. How can I help you? Hey, listen, um, I, I'm... You buy... I'm, who am I speaking? Um, I'm house-sitting for Rita. She, y'all... Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She told me she was going out of town. What can I do for you, brother? Uh, how far y'all down the way, man? Yeah, I'm in mean, the house. Four or five houses? Yeah, I think, uh, let's see. Yeah, we four houses down. Okay. Now, she left me a number, man. Left me y'all number, and then she left Miss Doris number. I tried to call Miss Doris, but then nobody answered the phone. Yeah, she normally in church around this time. Rita said she was going to be gone for a minute, so you, you say you down there? Right, right, right. And she told me if I got an emergency or anything, that I could reach out to y'all and call y'all. Right, right, right. Okay. Are you, are you busy right now, man? Well, actually, I'm in the middle of cooking my wife some dinner, and, um... Uh, Got some meat on the grill, but other than that, you know. Okay, I mean, you, 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 are you able to help me out with something right quick, or you got, you got time for that? Well, like I said, I'm in the middle of cooking. If it's something I can help you with, I, I you know, I don't mind coming down there and and uh, showing you or doing whatever it is that we need to do. Okay, Charlie, would you happen to have any paper, man? Any paper? Yeah. Um. I think I got some newspaper. What you trying no, to do? No, 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 no newspaper. I mean some paper. You got some paper? I the, what notebook paper? No, see, man, listen, Charlie. I like I say, man. My, my name is Scotty, man. I know you don't know me. I didn't got myself in a little situation here down here at Rita House, man. And I, I, I didn't, man. I'm in a situation. I actually am in the bathroom, man, and it ain't no paper in here, dog. So you saying you want me to bring you some toilet paper? I mean, if you don't mind, I'm sitting here, my legs ain't got numb, my, my can't feel my, my my whole lower body, man, from butt down. I can't feel nothing, man. My feet, everything that went to sleep on me. Uh, hold up. Babe, this dude down here at Rita House saying he want me to bring him some paper because he didn't got numb sitting on the toilet paper. Man, look at here, bro. I'm in the middle of cooking. I wish I could help you, but, you know, well, I, mean, I, I can't you come You say you ain't about four hours a day. Can you just run down here right quick? I mean, the back door open. I, I say, man, I understand all that you're saying. But like I said, I'm in the middle of cooking for my wife. We're having a little special occasion because our kids and stuff gone, and I can't just leave her like that just to come bring you no paper. Now, what I can tell you to do is if Rita got one of them towels or something I'm that you're I'm not going to use no on, towel, man. I'm not using nobody's towel. Like, that's disrespectful, man. Okay. Hey, but lower your voice. Man, you calling me to help you, and you acting like I caused you to not have no. I understand. You okay, okay, okay Charlie, 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 I got that. Go All I'm asking for, just it ain't gonna take no more than two, three minutes. Run down here right quick and bring the paper, man, and then you get on back to your dinner. Well, what you it sound like what you need to do, bro? You said you had an emergency. I thought the house or, uh, or the dog had got out, or, or you had locked yourself out the house. But I'm not gonna come down there and bring you no paper because that don't sound like an emergency. That sound like some personal. And furthermore, you're in the bathroom, just jump your out your clothes and get in the shower and wipe your No, I'm not finna dog. That's like I say, I'm numb right now, man. I need some help if so, you don't So mind, you want man. me to come down there, bring you some toilet paper, pick your numb 
You can't get up out the toilet if I would to help you. Legs is dead. That's why I'm trying to tell you. I'm in an emergency, man. Okay, well, that, like I said, man, that don't sound like an emergency. That seems like a little quick fix. Get your drawers and wipe your with your drawers. Throw them away. Go get you some more. I, I mean, I'm not finna walk four houses down there to bring you some toilet paper. Your legs numb. How, how you gonna get up and open the door? Dog, the back door is open. All you gotta do is come in here and, and, and reach in here and pass me a roll of paper, man. That's all I'm asking you to do, Mr. Charlie. I understand that, but I'm not finna come down there and bring you no paper. I'm not finna bring you... Man, bring me some damn paper down here, man. Show you my body numb, man. Say, man, who the hell you think you hollering at? You need me. I don't need you. Well, won't you do something, man? You see I'm sitting here in a situation? Now, Rita left y'all number that y'all will help me while I'm down here house watching, man. This here crazy, baby. Man, what the wrong with you? You gonna call me asking me to bring you some newspaper. I told you that I was on in the middle of fixing me and my wife some dinner, and you come calling me talking about some paper, man. I don't want to hear no about no and I ain't coming down there to bring you no paper, man. Hello? Charlie, you gonna bring this paper, man? Man, look, like I told you before, I ain't gonna bring you no paper down there. We don't wipe no on this street. Hey, hold on, man. I can't just, you can't just leave me here and I'm numb like this. I'm not going to come bring no grown man, no toilet paper, because he irresponsible when he go into the restroom. You too grown for that. You, uh, this is a situation, though. This is an emergency, man. Man, that don't sound like no emergency. That sound like a personal problem that you got going on. Damn, I'm going to you before when I get off of here, man. You done pissed me off. I don't give a about you being pissed off, man. Matter of fact, as soon as you get your up out of there, you so Bad, you come on down here. I'm coming. Yeah, that's what you do. I'm coming down there the way I am, just like this here. And I'm gonna whoop your for not helping me while I'm in a situation. So we bring your song. I got one more thing I need to say to you that I'm gonna do. Is you listening? Bring your song. I got some snakeskin shoes that fit right up in your clean up all that. I got one more thing. Is you listening? Man, what the man? Like I said, what what the you got to say, man. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your neighbor Rita. Ain't this a bang? That from the radio station. Is this Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Yeah, yeah. I'm a whoop Rita. Got you calling my man. You had me. I was gonna come down there, man, and break that door down and whoop your. You better be glad I'm eating. I can't believe it. <laughs> man, you had me. I'm putting on my shoes as I was talking to you. I'm coming down there for real. You call me talking about you need me to bring you some <laughs> paper. You wait till I talk to Rita. <laughs> she didn't get it. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man, one more thing. What is what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show. Y'all playing practical jokes on folks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me, baby. Give it to me. King of pranks, baby. King of hey, pranks. Hey, right there. You know what? Now, I'm going to say something. I don't know how nobody's going to take it. But you know what, what I love, though? What? I love the violent tendencies of black men. <laughs> no, really, man. Seriously? No, seriously. It comes from a place where we're from. It's just so many of us that come from that <laughs> type of environment where okay hold up we've been talking yeah yeah this talking ain't working mm-hmm. right, right let's get these hands up yeah <laughs> i will put my shoes on and fit to come down there and dog 
I, I love the violent tendencies of black men. <laughs> say it again. Okay, we well, I've tried to help you. Hey, bro, I can't. Mm -mm. Now, and then after that, ready, set, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm surprised at your ability to keep them on the phone that long. I really am, nephew. Well, he did <laughs> hang up, didn't uh, he? He hung up. Oh, yes. he hung up. Mm -hmm. All right, up. thank you, Nev. Strawberry Letter coming up next. Your best friend is my girlfriend. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today's Strawberry Letter is brought to you by the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. It's built for families and is ready for all types of rogue adventures. With five different drive modes, it's so versatile and can go almost anywhere. Now let's go rogue with today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, your best friend is my girlfriend, dear Stephen Shirley. I was married for four years, and at first, my marriage was great, and my wife was sexy, classy, and ratchet, so we had a lot of fun together. She was a very sexual woman, so she talked me into going to a swingers club. My wife liked it so much that uh, she started having an affair with one of the guys she'd had sex with in the swingers party, at the swingers party. I found out, and I was so hurt. She begged me to forgive her, and I did, but things did not go back to normal in our marriage. During this time, my wife and her best friend fell out because her best friend refused to lie for her so she could keep cheating on me. The best friend and I became closer because we couldn't believe how my wife had suddenly changed. I spent a lot of time talking to her, and we realized we have a lot in common. She had just broken up with the father of her three-year-old, so I was helping her work through that. After close to six months of being around her, I started having real feelings for her, but I didn't want to tell her. She beat me to it and said she'd fallen in love with me and she felt terrible about it. I admitted that I felt the same way about her and that night we had sex for the first time. A few God. days later, mm -hmm, a few days later, we went to tell my wife everything my wife wasn't ex uh, upset at all, and, and uh, she told me that she'd been she'd been sleeping with her best friend for years, and we could have done a threesome years ago. What? Uh, she, uh, what? <laughs> oh, read, read that line again. My wife wasn't wasn't upset at all, and she told me that she'd been sleeping with her best friend for years, and we could have done a threesome years ago. She said, I'm crazy to believe her best friend would be faithful to me. I was speechless. The best friend admitted that my wife was more than just a friend. But that was all in the past. She said she's ready to settle down. Should I trust my new girlfriend or believe my wife? Uh, quite frankly, I don't see how you can believe any of these people. How can you trust them? Everybody's doing everybody, and uh, you've been none the wiser. They've been doing it right under your nose. So how can you feel comfortable around your wife or her best friend, a.k.a. your new girlfriend? Uh, right under your nose, and you had no idea. And when you told your wife, she didn't even care. We could have had a threesome years ago, she said. Okay, cool. I mean, so that sounds to me like your wife doesn't care about you. I, I just think, you know, what kind of mess is this that you're in? 
Uh, she told you that uh, <laughs> the, this relationship with her bestie won't last. Now, your wife did say that. And I say she should know because she dated her first. I mean, she knows a lot more about her. Uh, they just don't sound serious about anything. I know people can change, but I think you need a little more time in this relationship. Uh, they just don't sound serious. And, and, and you want something meaningful and real here. All right. I, quite frankly, I think you should leave both of them. Find someone else whose past had nothing to do with your ratchet ex-wife. That's my advice. Steve. Your best friend is my girlfriend. Now, this dude was married for four years, and he said at first his marriage was great, his wife was sexy, classy, and ratchet. Uh, you know, we all know what that means. That's cool. You know, you want your woman to be, you know, styled and polished. Savage. Put on your arm. And then in the bedroom, you want, you know, somebody else to show up. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got that. So we had a lot of fun together. She was a very sexual woman. So she talked me into a swingers group. What? Uh, hold up, dog. Your <laughs> wife is very sexual. So she talked you into a sexual, into a swingers group. Now, is she sexual or is that freaky slash hoish? <laughs> See, you need you need to come up with what this really is. Your wife talked you into a swingers group. That's some more damn people. Now, is she sexual, which ain't no problem, or is she freaky slash hoish? Because I I think you need to find out. Well, my wife liked it so much. Mm, here we go. That she started having an affair with one of the guys she'd had sex with at the swingers party. That answers your question, Steve. <laughs> the one that she talked you into going to that you went down there and you noticed the dude because you saw him. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> here, go, here go the dumbest line in the whole letter. I found out and I was so hurt. Yeah. <laughs> what? Bruh, you 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 wasn't hurt when she first asked you to go down now. <laughs> but you got hurt after you found out she was having an affair. She was having an affair at the swingers club. Mm. See, if you have a sexual relationship outside of your marriage, you do understand that's an affair. Now whether you at the swingers club, or you over at Jack Johnson's house, what difference do it make? The slick part was she told your stupid ass to come on down there. You took your dumb ass down there. <laughs> who, who is Good Jack luck Johnson? with your happy All ass right. marriage. <laughs> we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Your best friend is my girlfriend. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's get back to this letter. Let's recap. The subject is your best friend is my girlfriend. Uh, this dude been married four years to this woman who says very, very sexy. She's very sexual. She's classy and ratchet, so she have a lot of fun. And he says she's a very sexual woman, and she talked him into going to a swing, swingers group. I want the young man to be aware. I don't know how old they are, but I want the young man to be aware of when a woman tells you she's very sexual and invites you to a swingers club, 
you can be sexual, but you got to worry about because some of that is freaky slash hoish. So be careful when a woman tells you she's very sexual. And, and once again, now she outside the group. Now, she done fell in love with some dude she'd had sex with at the swingers party. Then this dude found out about that. Now he hurt. You should have been hurt when your wife asked you to come to the swingers club. That Your hurt should have went right there. Now, you mm-hmm. had to go down there and watch her screw another man for you to be hurt and God, find out God. she wanted to keep screwing him outside the party. Boy, what? What? Ratchet Boy, Ratchet how Ratchet do you Ratchet. think you cut off ignorant? Well, anyway, she begged you to forgive her, and you did. Uh, but things didn't go back to normal. Uh, during that time, uh, your wife and her best friend fell out. Because your best friend said she refused to lie for her so she could keep cheating on me. Then after that, here we go. The best friend and I became closer. We, we now, we couldn't believe how my wife had suddenly changed. Mm. She couldn't believe it. You couldn't believe it. I don't see why y'all couldn't believe the change. Because y'all all knew who she was. Y'all uh-huh. have come to find out how participated in the change. Anyway, y'all spent a lot of time talking, realized y'all had a lot in common, broke up with the father, her three-year-old, and I was helping her work through that. Then, you know, six months of being around her, this dude started feeling something for the girl. So, but he didn't want to tell her, but she beat him to it. Mm-hmm. So what she did was she said she'd fallen in love with him and she felt terrible about it. Now, this is what people do when they feel terrible about something. What? They felt terrible about it. Uh-huh. And then you admitted that you felt the same way, and you felt said terrible about it, so they had sex for the first time. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to feel terrible about something. Work it out. Work it out. <laughs> let's just have some damn sex. Yes. I know I feel better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now they had Universal sex for the medicine. first. Now listen to this. We had sex for the first time. A few days later, we went to tell my wife everything. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> right there. Boy, Stop right there. boy, <laughs> boy, what is wrong with you? <laughs> A few days after that, mm-hmm. we went to tell my wife everything yeah get it off your chest get it, get it off open. your chest <laughs> yes. come on what this the Confess. dumbest damn thing i've ever heard <laughs> then Confess. when they told the wife she wasn't upset at all uh-uh. she told me she'd been sleeping with her best friend for years <laughs> and and y'all could have done a threesome years ago years ago wait a minute dog you late. so she been cheating on you with her best friend. Right. Took you down to the swingers club, screwed another dude down there having an affair with him. You go and screw her best friend. Yeah. Then you go tell her, she say, oh, as a matter of fact. Yeah. You okay. ain't the only one I've been doing her. I've been doing her for years. Mm, this is a mess. She it's said, I'm, and then, you know, so I guess y'all went to tell your girlfriend that you and your, her best friend is an item now. 
because y'all and fell in love after six months, right? They went to tell his wife. Yeah, he would tell the wife that <laughs> yeah. you and her and her best friend and you, her husband. We go together. Right. We go together now. And, <laughs> right, right. That's together. a big difference. <laughs> and she ready to. Now, your wife tells you that you crazy to believe her best friend would be uh -huh. faithful to you. And your wife should know. Mm, I, of course, she's an expert. <laughs> yes. The best friend admitted that her and your wife was more than just friends, but that's all in the past now. Uh. She says she ready to settle down. Should I trust my new girlfriend or believe my wife? This is all these nutty ass people in this letter. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just Stupid. a bunch of nutty ass. Nutty and nasty. Just, wait, wait a minute. Doing everybody. Should I believe my new girlfriend or my wife? Mm -hmm. Boy, that's not your wife. She's still right. Your exactly. wife is dating your girlfriend, which was her girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Your wife is dating a man from down at the swingers club. And ain't no telling what's going on. You never did mention who you was doing down at the Swingers Club. You never did put that in the letter. You sleeping with the best friend. Y'all couldn't wait to go tell it. Then your wife couldn't wait to tell you that she been sleeping with her too. Now your girlfriend wants you to trust her because she say she just wants you. What? We got to go, Steve. Cheryl Underwood coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Come on, introduce Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Underwood. That's what I'm talking about, Steve Harvey. Let me tell you something while they hand count of votes, Tommy, out in mm -hmm. Georgia. Let's yep. give a hand clap to our sister, Delta Sigma Theta, Stacey Abrams, for bringing oh, yeah. that vote, baby. Yes. The queen. Yes. Oh, mm -hmm. did she not do her thing, baby? Yes, she did. Yes, queen. Did yes. register mm -hmm. almost mm -hmm. a million people to come mm -hmm. through for us with that vote. Now, while we shout out people, Steve Harvey, I got to shout out and hand clap your brother of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, not just because I know him personally, but every time he's on CNN in any news show, he got Omega Sci-Fi right next to him. Yes. Jim Clapboard, coming through yes. for us, baby. Yes. Came yes. through for uh -huh. us. King. King. Let me tell you something. When Jim Clyburn did what he did with South Carolina, and we had already been saying that Biden-Harris was the winning ticket, right? We yes. already knew that. Mm -hmm. Then we had to get the power of the Divine Nine and BlackRadioSolidarity.com to come together for the soul of the nation, take souls to the polls. We turned up that turnout. 77 mm -hmm. million plus came out to vote, did mm -hmm. they thing, baby. We did what we had to do. Now we got to do it again. Why? Because we need these two Senate seats. We need yeah, these two yes. Senate seats yes. in Georgia. We need Osop. We need Rem. He's a member Alpha Alpha, so he's Ice Ice Baby Tommy. Too cold, too cold. <laughs> Rem him or not. We need this brother. So we got mm -hmm. to come out and vote. Now, some of the Republicans and the Trump supporters, they enabling the president by kissing his behind because they think he going to come out to Georgia and campaign and bring out the base. Well, that ain't going to work. We need to make no-neck Mitch McConnell Senate minority leader. <laughs> no neck. Why? That no-neck. We need to make him minority leader by voting in John Ossoff and Revan 
Alpha Phi Alpha Brother Reverend Warnock to the Senate. Kamala Harris will break all ties, and President Biden will get his nominees confirmed. The block is hot, Georgia. So we need everybody. Zetas, I need y'all to stroll to the poll. Kappas, get that cane. Twirl to the poll. I need yeah. everybody out there. Phi Beta Sigma, but especially my Soros, a Zeta Phi Beta. And let's continue to run this Boston, the House, the Senate, yes. and the White House. BlackRadioSolidarity.com. <laughs> let's do this, baby. Georgia, we with you, baby. This is Cheryl Underwood. I'm out, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl. Oh, Reality <laughs> update with Carla right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, nephew, come on, introduce Carla Farrell. <laughs> All right, let's get ready. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. Here she is, Carla Farrell, with what reality update? All right, thank you, nephew. Here we go, <laughs> Real Housewives of Potomac. Well, Karen met Monique for lunch to tell her that the girls were going on a trip to Portugal and you're not invited. Mm, I was mm, like, dang. Mm, mm, yeah. <laughs> Monique was like, that's not cool. She was trying to play it off, Shirley, but her feelings, her feelings. Yeah, they were hurt. hurt. Yeah, they, they were. were hurt. Anyway, Monique is, you know, she kind of looking at Karen, though. You need to pick a team. Pick a team. You want my team, Team Monique, or you want Team Candace? You know, still she won't issues. Do it. Yeah, she won't. She's playing the middle. Still issues from that fight. Anyway, the ladies arrived in Portugal and. Ashley is sad. She's kind of missing her baby, and she was upset that her husband, Michael, got home late, you know, to relieve the babysitter. He was like 10 minutes late, but she was upset about that. But, you know, he got caught cheating in the past. So I think that's where, yeah, (laughs) she was really trying to figure out where have you been and why Uh were you late, but he really was only 10 minutes late. Moving on, Karen feels like, Giselle is in everyone's business, but she never brings her man, Pastor Jamal Bryant, to the group. That's true. And yeah, and that she's true. Karen does have a point there. And Giselle's girl, Robin, agreed with Karen. And Robin was like, hey, you know, we bring our men around. Our men come mm-hmm. to the group and hang out. What, what, what's up with your man? And you know, Giselle was looking at Robin like, wait, 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 wait. You on my team, no matter what. <laughs> no matter what, you ride with me. But Robin had her own opinion in that. When I move, you move. Just like Just that. Just like that. <laughs> okay. Hey, DJ, bring that back. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Giselle got tired of Karen saying that Pastor Jamal Bryant is not around the group. So she FaceTimed him at the lunch table. They were at a restaurant in Portugal, and she mm-hmm. FaceTimed Pastor Jamal, so he could say hey to the ladies or whatever. So we will keep you posted on what's going to happen next week while the ladies are Don't do it, Jamal. (laughs) Don't get in it. (laughs) Run, dog. (laughs) Stay out, B. (laughs) Keep preaching. JB, stay out. (laughs) Not JB. (laughs) Do do what you're doing for the Lord and keep it moving, pimp. Telling you. Don't get in that reality show. It's going to be a mess. And then keeping up with the Kardashians, moving on. Chloe, the latest episode, Chloe had COVID. She was battling COVID-19. She was quarantined in her house for, you know, a long time. She was really, really sick. You know, Chris mm-hmm. was concerned that she couldn't take care of her mom. And this is kind of like when the pandemic first happened, you know, in early spring. And so you mm-hmm. got to see the Kardashians and each of the family, the sisters, what they were going through. And Kim Kardashian said being home with her kids, four kids, it was uh-huh. too much, and her kids were getting on her nerves. <laughs> and welcome, I mother hey, hasn't said hey, that, right? Hey, That's a real moment. to America. <laughs> yeah. Hello. 
Right. You were not a bad parent. Ta da. Voice that. Yeah. You didn't yeah, lie. It's all right. It's yeah. okay. I didn't like my kids, and hell, they grown. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. You were such a mess with that. That don't and make you a bad parent. Uh-uh. Yeah, she said they were. Shut up. Quit calling me. What? And that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Kim was like, can I Damn. have a moment? Can I you have act a like moment? you know everything else any other time. What's wrong now? <laughs> Are we talking about Kim or you? Him. Kim. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. Kim. <laughs> You're right, Steve. <laughs> and finally, let's get back to the Real Housewives of Atlanta franchise. It's coming back December 6th. But uh, word has it that production had to be halted or paused for a little while because there is or there was a production member who tested positive for oh. COVID-19. Ta-da! So, In Georgia? Shut it down. Yes. You lying. In Atlanta? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Hey, yep. can I say something with just 30 seconds? Uh, hats off to the Family Feud uh, team and to Tyler Perry Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler has found a way to make it very, very safe. We did the entire season and completed it at Tyler Perry Studios yeah. with not one single positive case of COVID. Awesome. And we were there awesome, every day, awesome, all awesome. day. Congratulations to Tyler Perry Studios and uh, Fremantle for doing a wonderful job with handling COVID. We'll be That's back. That's it. That's and we'll up. be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I don't know if you guys heard about this story, but this is terrible. A former Google executive and president of a San Francisco Bay Area school district has stepped down after his wife made vulgar comments about Kamala Harris on Twitter, alleging she is only qualified for office because she's a black woman. His name is John Van Verlo. He resigned on Sunday as president of the Los Lamitas Elementary School District in Menlo Park. Uh, stating he needed to focus on his family. His wife, Meredith, meanwhile, had tweeted about VP-elect Kamala Harris, saying all she needs to be qualified is a black P. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. No brain needed. No brain needed. Oh, she's horrible. Yeah. She, yeah, the woman she... has more brains than you will ever imagine. Absolutely. She's accomplished low, more than mm-hmm. you ever have. And I did some research on this woman. Uh-huh. She was a, a former youth pastor. This okay. woman uh, put this vulgar tweet yeah, out like that? Yeah, uh-huh. she's the head of the Vinoy, whatever their last name is, Family Fund, which is nothing. That's mm-hmm. just a title. And yeah. that's it. But her apology, Steve, what about her apology? Because she, she hadn't taken her medicine. Right. Oh, please. She, she has so you racist when meds. you when yeah. you... When you don't take your medicine, it's, yeah. it's a racist pill. What kind yeah. of pill is this? She said, "Some of you uh, know I suffer from a debilitating neurological uh, neurological disease." Right. <laughs> wow. She's horrible. Mm. Yeah. Come on now. I'm not gonna take my pill in the morning, so y'all tune in. All right, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> coming up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, I'm always ready to go rogue in the all-new, versatile 2021 Nissan Rogue. It's perfect for someone like me. Perfect. I'm always Mm. on the go, and it has five different drive modes that fit whatever kind of mood I'm in when I'm behind the wheel. Check out the 2021 Nissan Rogue, and while you do do that, I'll tell you about my rogue attitude. This is something I never do. Had a party at my house. 
Uh-huh. A friend came over, brought this. This is when I was single. Back a few years when I was single, she brought this guy, tall, handsome guy, really cute, right? So, mm-hmm. stepped mm-hmm. outside of myself a little bit, went rogue, mm-hmm. flirted with him, talking to him. You know, this is my house, food's over there, blah, 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 go and get uh-huh. your... He never said one word. Finally, he looked at me and said, you have a little piece of spinach right right, right there on your teeth. Wow. <laughs> on your teeth. Just, just embarrassed beyond words, right? Just embarrassed beyond words. That, that was my going rogue story. Good news is, look at me now. Same friend introduced me to my current husband, and we're happy. We're happy. We're happy. Mm. That is. <laughs> Floss it out. It Floss it, it out. It, it took it him out. a while, though, to tell you it, it was finished, because when the dude, when there's food uh-huh. in your teeth, we uh-huh. got to make sure it ain't a cavity first. Yeah. We <laughs> so he was studying it. it. Thank yeah. God it was. Because if you call yeah. it spinach and it ain't. <laughs> no, no, Girl that's the color of my tooth. That's is that decaying? <laughs> Right what? after that, I went and got my teeth whitened, all of that. You know I love my dentist. But anyway, check out the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Nissan Rogue. It's a great car. You'll love it. You will. Me and, Shirley, we got, me and you, Shirley, we got the same dentist. You love uh-huh. him, and I hate him. And he loves you so much, Steve. Every man. time I go, Dog. he always asks about you. I, I, I don't even know why he talked to me. I cussed him out so bad last time I was why, in there. Why, Steve? Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. He ain't had no gas. Because he had that hey. drill, Carla. <laughs> you need more, more gas and more Novocaine. I need all that. To get, now, do you need all that just to get a cleaning? Oh, hell yes. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. He needed, yeah. period. Yeah. On a checkup. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just a checkup. He needs all that. A basic six month cleaning. And if you hear me gagging, take your hand out my damn mouth, man. <laughs> now, uh, You're now, so if, no, I, I grab so your nice. wrist. I grab your hand. I'll help you. <laughs> I got to so, have that suction so the last thing time in my Marjorie hand. went with me. Yeah, you called time. me, remember? And he said, man, mm-hmm. thank you so much, Miss Harvey. He was so much better. She said, Steve. <laughs> You got to quit cussing at people that's trying to help you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Hurting and helping don't sound like it should go together. Anxiety <sighs> at the dentist. All right. Coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Here we are. Last break of the day on this Thursday. Yeah. And we can say it again. What a day. What a day. Yeah. My closing remarks today, y'all, is going to be a couple of things. First of all, I want to talk to you about this vote that's coming up in Georgia, where I happen to live. Uh, This is very, very important. Now, we've proven something to ourselves. We actually saw it play out in real time as the polls uh, closed and the vote got counted. We saw in real time that it was down to Detroit. We saw in real time that it was down to Philadelphia. We saw in real time that it was down to Atlanta. And in all three of those cities, the vote in those urban dwelling areas, those urban residents, they call it, which is black, we prevailed. Our vote counted, our vote mattered, and our vote reflected and caused a change in this election. He was winning in all of those states until they came to us and voted. Now, listen to me. When, you, when 75 million people vote, it's not just black people voting. 
We're not saying that. It was a lot of people, a lot of Native Americans voted, a lot of Latinos voted, a lot of whites voted. There's not 75 million black people in the United States. So hats off to those non-people that weren't black. I'm not, I'm not discrediting your vote at all. Don't think that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to encourage the black vote to continue because for so long the black vote has been taught and thought of amongst ourselves that it didn't matter. Well, we saw it play out in real time to where, y'all, it matters. And you saw it in real time. Keep looking. They still counting in Philly. Do you know that this man is over 50,000 ahead of this man now? And you know where they still counting? Philly and Pittsburgh. Do you understand that they are still counting in Georgia? And we are 14,000 up. You know where they still counting? Atlanta, DeKalb, Fulton. Do you understand? That's us. Detroit ran them out to jail, man, in Wayne County. Our vote matters. Now, in this Georgia election, we have a real obligation here because we have two candidates, Ossoff and Warnick. Raphael Warnick and Ossoff. We have to get to the polls and make this count again. And we have the numbers to do it, but we got to go. And like I was calling on black men before, we have to do better. Now, we showed up. A lot of brothers showed up. That ain't what I'm saying. But but for those who didn't, in the words of Offset, he felt like he was a part of something. Be a part of this. We are going to finish this job, and we are going to send Donald Trump a parting gift. Not only are you leaving the White House, you're going to take them two Senate seats with you. That's our goal. Simply put. And, 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 and look, man, it was a lot of people voted against him, a lot of non-African-Americans. So I appreciate it. I think it's only, don't hold me to this number, but the last time I read about it, it was 35-some million black people in this country. 75 million people voted him out. All black people can't vote because we're not of age. So the 35 million, is even less, but we played a major role. We can do it again. Now, that's my vote. We've got to go. We have a short time to register, but we got to vote. We got to vote. We're going to keep talking about it. This runoff is going to go in our behalf. Now, this second part of my uh, closing remarks is inspirational. I want all of you today. Now, this, this is not for negative people. This is for regular, everyday people that's out here working, trying to become successful, and trying to be happy. I know you have dark moments in your quest for success and for happiness. We all do. We all have dark moments, dark seasons, dark periods. We have bad days. I got it. But I want to tell you something. To help you, do something that I was talking to the morning show about this morning. I want all of you today to take inventory. I want everybody to just think back on 20 major events in your life. Uh, your first child, uh, your first time going to school, uh, your first car, uh, the first time you got fired, your first time you got a job, your first marriage, your first divorce, whatever it is. Think of 20 major events in your life. Think of them. Write them down if you have to, but go over them carefully. And once you do that, What that does is it shows you something. 
It shows you that God has been with you the entire time. Because I'm sure in some of those major events and decisions that you had to make, there were some times where you felt like, man, I'm not going to make it. Or, man, I don't have an answer for this. Or, man, I don't see no way out. But can I tell you something? God was with you the entire time. See, all of those moments whether you think of that's been major in your life, those 20. And if you're old enough, you got way more than 20. I have like several thousand of those moments. I really do. But I'm just asking you to look up 20 of them, right? And so when you do this, it causes you and lets you know that not only was God with you, but he was capable of seeing you through. Because of every bad day and every bad moment, every critical decision, every misstep that you've made, you have survived every single one of those. Your track record for surviving bad days is 100%. So listen, moving forward, we have the evidence from our life existence, from taking inventory, we have evidence that God is good. We have evidence that he is real, and we have evidence that he is ever-present. Don't you doubt it or think for one minute that God has ever left your side, because even when you didn't call on him, he got you through it. Even when you didn't particularly ask him, because he had a plan for you, he kept you anyway. He gave you this this, this unpurchasable thing called grace. He gave it to you, man. He gave us all some grace. He going to get us through this. He going to get us through this, this ignorant mess that's happening in the White House. You can't just make a decision that you're not going to leave. You're not going to participate. So what? So what? He's not participating. Quit letting that trip you out. He got to go just like everything else. God has been good the entire time, and he'll be it for the rest of the time. Those are my closing remarks. And if you take inventory, you have proof. I'm good. Donald Trump included. I'm good. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 